the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, is WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRockstra. The House yesterday passed the latest coronavirus aid bill, mostly along party lines. Democrats hammered through the $3 trillion package despite some party defections. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy says the bill is a left-wing wish list that has nothing to do with the virus. This bill has more references to cannabis industry in it than it does to jobs, even though it is jobs, not dispensaries, that are going up in smoke. Millions of more dollars earmarked for the National Endowment for the Arts. That won't stop China from hacking our companies and universities who are working towards a vaccine. The measure, as written, has no chance of passing the GOP-controlled Senate and has already drawn a threat from the, a veto from the White House. Italy ready to throw open its borders next month, effectively ending Europe's longest and strictest coronavirus lockdown in a bid to revive its tourist industry. SRN News. This is Nick Anderson, General Manager of Salem Media Group Twin Cities. During times of crisis, this radio station will continue to be a reliable source of news and information. We take this very seriously and ask that you continue to stand behind not only our station by listening every day, but by continuing to do business with our local marketing partners. It's because of their support that we can be a beacon of strength when our culture needs it the most. Visit this station's website to learn more or call us at 651-405-8800. Hour 2 of your Northern Alliance Radio Network headliner, Mitch Berg, coming up next right here on AM 1280, The Patriot. Just a reminder, even though we're at home in a state of self-quarantine, you can listen to Mitch and all your favorite Patriot programs wherever you are. We're on iHeart, TuneIn, our website, our free mobile app, your smart speaker, and radio.com. Here's your Twin Cities forecast brought to you by Great Plains Windows and Doors. Cloudy chance of showers, high of 67 tonight, heavy rain and a low of 52. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Berg. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's your beacon of light, your never-ending source of heat. The head of the howling mob baying for reason and logic. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. I'm Mitch Berg. My blog, shotinthedark.info, going on 19 years running strong, almost daily, weekdays, most of the time. Almost all the time, in fact. My show, Shot in the Dark. uh, No, my show, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. I am the headliner edition of same Going on 17 years, really just about to start my third decade on this far and away my longest lived radio job and enjoying every second of it. As I say, the worst day on the air is better than the best day off the air. It's hyperbolic. What? Talk radio engaging in hyperbole. Notify the media. Wait, I am the media. 651-289-4488. Yes, I've had coffee. What about it? Uh, we we were uh, we've been talking this past couple of weeks almost exclusively about COVID nineteen because it is far and away the biggest story in the country, the biggest in Minnesota economically speaking since yes the Great Depression, the big one, folks, the World War II of economic uh, meltdowns, and we are in the middle of same right now. With us again for the first time in almost a month now to talk about this meltdown and hopefully. With a little bit of luck and a whole lot of elbow grease from you, Mr. and Mrs. Minnesota out there, David Strom from Essential Minnesota joins us. David, welcome back to the broadcast. Mitch, it is always a pleasure. You have no idea, and the pleasure is all mine. David, you and I commented both both very – it so is, absolutely. We we both commented uh, watching – 
I think we both watched Governor Waltz's press conference live, something I haven't done with a governor's press conference in a solid decade, because I think the, the, the situation is that dire where people do need to be paying attention. And it showed that you were indeed paying attention. You were the first, I believe, to come out with a couple observations about Governor Waltz's press conference, uh, at least about the numbers. Before we get to the numbers, which direly, direly need to be talked about, what was your impression of the governor's, uh, not, not just what the governor said, but your intuition as to why he may have said it at that point uh, last uh, last Wednesday? Uh, well, there's so much to talk about. First of all, I mean, the governor, uh, Governor Waltz uh, obviously uh, turned his famous dials of bit, uh, and I think he just absolutely positively had to do that because uh, there's just a large number of uh, Minnesotans out there who actually are just quitting doing anything that Governor Walt says. I mean, they're starting to defy what he says. They're, uh, if you're anywhere near a border, they're driving across those borders. Uh, uh, but, you know, I, I think a lot of it was driven by the fact that uh, they just, everything that they have predicted, everything that they said they were going to do, all of it has been a terrible failure. And if you look at their latest model, it doesn't even predict much, uh, much difference at all between opening things up or keeping them closed. So I think he just had to move those tiles a little bit. Yeah. And and you pointed out, in fact, as I mentioned in the last hour, uh, you were the first to point out and and, and go through the numbers that he was using, which were just the sort of ludicrous omissions that would have gotten this work thrown back uh, on the the drawing board in the private sector, David. Uh, You you went through Uh, the the numbers. You you explained it so well. Go ahead. uh, You're talking about the model now, aren't you? Oh, yeah. The model that he used as he he stated it on Wednesday night. Oh yeah, the 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 model that uh, the governor's been using, and I've been highly critical of it since version one. We are are now at version three. It was thrown together literally in a weekend. Uh, much of the coding was done by students, uh, and it has you know developed these utterly unreasonable numbers. I mean, still today, after version three. Uh, of this model, they are predicting a peak in Minnesota in terms of deaths and in terms of ICU usage of about three times the severity of New York City. Yes. For the city. Three times yeah. as bad here as New York City. Uh, it's, it's beyond implausible, and it's all driven by the fact that their model just absolutely blows. I mean, there's no correlation between what they're predicting and what reality uh, is actually demonstrating to us. In fact, as uh, they're predicting that deaths are going to double over the next two weeks uh, in terms of of deaths per day, they've actually been going down. And uh, I think the governor is starting to see that he painted himself into a corner with the Minnesota model, and he's trying to get himself out of that corner. Uh, the problem is, is that the model is terrible. Uh, the testing program that uh, he promised were now a month uh, since he, he announced his moonshot, uh, which yeah. is going to produce 30, 35,000 tests a day. That's what they yes. promised. Uh, and uh, they're nowhere near those numbers. Uh, they're an order of magnitude shy. They're an order yeah. of magnitude shy as after almost a month, uh, David. I want to come back to testing in a little bit here, but let's let's go back to talking about the, the 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 construction of the model before we knew all the details. Before we knew about the the fact that a, that a bunch of students were involved in doing it over the course of a weekend uh, over Domino's and espresso. Uh, we presumably. I mean, no, there are no, twenty something. I call it the Mountain Dew model. Mountain Dew model. Thank you. That's well done. That's why you are the message meister and I'm not. So a couple of things were, first of all, the the data that they used, 
stopped cold three weeks shy of the present day here back at a time yeah. where you, you where the data was by it's a very nature less reliable than the day we, data we've been collecting lately i mean you work you have worked in science you have had to work with numbers as part of your various careers david leaving out the good data gives you a model that could be charitably described as garbage in garbage out am i wrong oh you're absolutely right i mean you know the the uh, idea that somehow uh, this particular model is superior to everyone that is out there. There are about eight models uh, that are used around the country and around the world, uh, any or all of which the governor could have used to rely on for his policy making. He decides that, no, we're going to invent our totally new model, uh, do it over a weekend, even bad data, uh, and, you know, it's just turned into uh, a spaghetti mess. I mean, it's like, you know, they, they just drop it all on the floor, and they're trying to read something in all that mess of red sauce <laughs> and spaghetti. Uh, and, you know, I guess this is the, the, the modern tea leaves model uh, of predicting the future. Uh, yeah. You know, it, 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 it was really one of the most supremely stupid and arrogant things uh, that any politician has done, uh, in, certainly in Minnesota history, uh, you yeah. know, because he had to make a decision. What are we going to do to determine the future of Minnesota for at least the next 10 years? Right. I mean, we're not just ta talking about, well, we're going to, you know, dial this down or dial this up. I mean, he had to decide what is the behavior that Minnesotans are allowed to do uh, because he has executive order powers. Uh, who's allowed to run a business? Uh, who's going to be in business after all this is done? Uh, and he did it all based upon, you know, just sort of a couple all-nighters by some students. Uh, the and, most grossly irresponsible behavior I've ever seen. Now, let's forget for a moment. Let's ignore for a fact that we're supposed to have a Department of Health full of uh, highly trained bureaucrats who are supposed to be able to do the, not just bureaucrats, but, but data scientists that we pay state wages to that are supposed to be able to do this kind of modeling. No, we went to the U of M and, and dragooned a couple of students, among others. There were some professors involved as well. It wasn't all a student bull session that led to this. But fact is, there's nothing that, I mean, math is math. There's nothing that precludes a student from being able to munge numbers correctly. I mean, no. Excel democratizes that for everyone. What I want to know, David, is who greenlit this project, who approved, who reviewed it, most importantly, and who, what was the chain of custody of this model as it went from a bunch of students at the U of M uh, all the way up to the lips of Governor Waltz imposing policy that has put and kept over half a million Minnesotans out of work. If there isn't a media organization filing a data practices request, I want their badges on my table by yeah. opening a business Monday morning. Yeah, and, you know, this is where I'll, I'll give Governor Waltz a little bit of a pass. I mean, he agreed with this, but I guarantee you that no one came to him and said, hey, we've got a few students who are willing to do all-nighters. Uh, <laughs> you know, what uh, uh, I'm sure what he was told is, you know, we have SIDRAP, uh, Dr. Mike Ulsterholm, you know, one of the best epidemiologists in the country, you know, where he's got Mayo Clinic, we've got some of the best people in epidemiology in the world. <laughs> Why should we rely on someone else when we could have a Minnesota-specific model that just looks at our state? Uh, and, you know, I mean, if you're a governor and uh, someone makes that argument to you, you're not going to... Yeah, especially, you know, the guy was a football coach and a high school teacher. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I mean, he's just not an expert on this. And no. so it sounds plausible. You know, hey, why not? And they come, they they hand him this, this mess. And, I mean, if, you, if you're governor and someone says, if you don't do anything, 75,000 people are going to die in your state. You're, I mean, it's not an overreaction to say, I've got to do something. 
Absolutely. Uh, We're talking with David Strom from Essential Minnesota. By the way, if you have questions or comments for David Strom or about Essential Minnesota, give us a call, 651-289-4488. We're also on Twitter at hashtag NarnShow. That's N-A-R-N Show. David, we have a website. Uh, you have, I should, I should say, a website for Essential Minnesota. What's uh, what's the website? Uh, it's EssentialMN.com. You can sign up uh, to get on our uh, uh, email list. Uh, we still haven't put up a contribution contribution page. I mean, right now, everything is being done uh, by volunteers. But this is going to be a fight that goes on for for months, because even when those dials get, when they get turned up, people's lives have been turned upside down. And And this is where we have to fight to get them turned back right side up. David Strom will be back with you for another segment. When we come back, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We will be right back. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. The world needs more heroes, more action-oriented do-gooders, more here's-how-I-can-help right-hand sidekicks. The world of sarcoma is no different. And if you're thinking, what is sarcoma? We're glad you're listening. Sarcoma is a rare cancer of the body's soft tissue and bone, and this cancer affects tens of thousands of Americans yearly. The Sarcoma Foundation of America partners with like-minded heroes to advocate for sarcoma patients through funded research and widespread awareness efforts. Learn how you can join forces at CureSarcoma.org. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient Western Wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Secure your spot today for the Stand with Israel tour. Join Dr. Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour. That's am1280thepatriot.com. Are you tired of all the garbage that Hollywood puts out? Why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our American values? For a limited time, you can purchase No Safe Spaces, starring Dennis Prager and Adam Carolla. Go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019. Free speech is under attack now more than ever. Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Reminding you, we just launched a daily newsletter, the Daybreak Insider. Your first look at today's top stories. You get a rapid-fire look at the day's news from a conservative viewpoint. Detailed, yet concise, just like this broadcast. Only have a couple minutes to catch up on today's top stories before you got to go get the kids off to uh, the non-existent school. Basically, move from one room to the other to start their morning work. Do it. Go uh, go to uh, am1280thepatriot.com. Use keyword subscribe. That's the AM1280 The Patriot Daybreak Insider. We are talking with David Strom of Essential Minnesota, the group dedicated, I think it's fair to say, David, towards a safe 
reopening of Minnesota. And there's been some good news this past week. Uh, the state of Georgia seems to be uh, reopening relatively safely. Three weeks ago, uh, calumny was predicted, and yet the case and death rates have been stable to falling in in Georgia. In the meantime, they're, they're up. actually 60% below peak. Below peak, They've that's right. Dropping. And yet, after Sorry two months that. of vapor lock here in Minnesota, relatively speaking, we are getting worse. South Dakota and the Dakotas both, in fact, are decreasing uh, by by decent margins here, and they're well below Minnesota, even though the fact, even despite the fact that they're both testing their populations vastly better than us. And this is the part that I think is two things I found. Well, one of them mildly insulting, one of them downright offensive. Ironically, David Strom. Uh, Last week, maybe perhaps the week before, uh, the the governor uh, announced an offensive on uh, in in against nursing home deaths, where Minnesota has among the highest rates of of long term care fatalities in the country. Something that the governor of Florida, the, the 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 state of Florida man, did two months ago. Something that that the Dakotas did at the onset of this plague, and and now we're launching an offensive. The other part, and I found that ironically offensive. The other part, uh, David, is it's been almost a month, as you pointed out, since Governor Waltz announced the testing moonshot. Now, every Minnesota progressive's favorite punchline, Mississippi, is testing 50% more per million than we are. North Dakota, three times the rate per million. Minnesota, home of the biggest healthcare market, uh, health health industry, uh, healthcare industry market in, in the country per capita, Number 39 in the country. So much for the moonshot, David Strom. Oh, I mean, it is absolutely shameful. I mean, don't forget that, I mean, it has been a month since they announced this moonshot. It was April 14th and 15th, at least. Oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. So they brought the vice president out towards the end of the month uh, to feature this moonshot. And here we are, 39th, 40th uh, in the nation. It's just unbelievably bad performance. And they still are just working up to testing regularly in nursing homes two and a half months into this pandemic. I mean, the, the, the performance isn't shameful. It's scandalous. Uh, yes. You know, the only place that may be worse in dealing with nursing homes uh, is New York, where they actively hit uh, the deaths of 1,700 people uh, yes. during uh, the peak of their pandemic. But uh, this actually all ties back to the model, though, at least the nursing home care deaths, because we built this Minnesota-specific model uh, that was supposed to help us direct policy. But if you actually go look uh, inside there, it tells you one of the limitations is that it it cannot model hotspots and it cannot model different kinds of comorbidities, including uh, being in long-term care. And so they completely missed it. Even though the yeah. data was there, their model kept on uh, acting as if uh, the deaths were going to be evenly spread throughout the population. Uh, when instead, 1% of the population is in long-term care, and 80, 80% of all the deaths are from long-term care. And so as a result, as you pointed out, yeah. As you pointed out Wednesday night, David Strom, uh, the, the model draws no distinction between someone in a Hennepin County long-term care facility who has a frighteningly high rate of death, a scandalous rate of mortality, and, and applies those, those same levels of risk to, I don't know, a Microsoft developer living in a suburban Dilworth home uh, up by Fargo who has almost no danger of contracting the disease, much less succumbing to it. Same numbers. It's garbage. It's garbage science. Yeah, and they use this to develop policies and apparently for months ignored the actual on-the-ground data. Uh, You know, it's the perfect uh, metaphor for, uh, you know, paying attention to credentials over experience and reality, which is what liberals always do. You know, uh, just like whenever you question anything, they'll come back and say, you're questioning the science. 
And, yes. you know, you just want to take these people and slap them across the face to get them to wake up. Because it's yep. not science that you're questioning. It's look at reality and look at your predictions. You're wrong because reality disagrees with you. Uh, yeah. And if you don't have enough common sense to do that, you have no business being anywhere near actual power. Yeah, exactly. And and by the way, this 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 is one of the great fault lines I'm seeing in society today. We have a good chunk of our country, 40% who think that science is a dictate handed down from ex- credentialed experts that is used to, to 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 prescribe behavior and policy as if it is a settled thing once it is handed down from someone with the, the proper credential. And people who actually work with science uh, who, who realize that science is all about argument. It's about dissent. It's about, yeah. about, about argument that never ends. And this perversion of science that you're getting almost entirely from the left, from people who think being a scientist involves passing on Neil deGrasse Tyson memes, is maybe one of the yeah. most corrosive influences above and beyond this pandemic in our society today. Oh, it's become a religion. Yes. Uh, it's it's just shocking. I mean, both of my parents were astrophysicists, and uh, uh, so we had a lot of physics people and astronomers going through our household when I was young. And it was always fascinating to me uh, because it's not like they were, you know, all agreeing on everything. It was quite the opposite. And I learned so much from the the sort of clash of the Titans. Uh, and, you know, as I was growing up, you know, one of the, the, the big arguments that was still out there is, you know, was there such a thing as a big bang or did we have this, the universe has always been more or less the same. And, you know, they call that the steady state model. Yep. And the steady state model was what everyone agreed on 50 years ago. Uh, and there was a big fight that took decades. And that's how science works. Yes. You know, it, it's the fights that are interesting. Uh, I always use nutrition uh, as my example. Whenever anyone <laughs> says, you know, uh, yeah. you know, we talk about global warming uh, and they say science, science, science. It's like, well, the science of the 1970s and 80s has been responsible for uh, the obesity epidemic in the United States because I always said, you know, uh, most of your calories should come from grains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said, well, that was a really big mistake. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, it's not that they, the, the scientists shouldn't have gone and looked. And they made a mistake. That's fine. That happens yeah. in science. It's transferring that and saying, oh, now we know. So we're going to force everybody into, you know, our our food pyramid. And then you can't go around and say, oops, I mean, you know, yes. you've done actual damage. And that's what's been happening here. Uh, you know, it's just not a, it's not a minor oops moment. This was you went in entirely the wrong direction because you had way too much respect for people with some sheepskin. Uh, yeah, and you shouldn't do that. Yeah, and and I will meet you halfway on your 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 pointing out that the governor isn't a scientist. In fact, he's a he's a high school gym teacher, not a science teacher, even mind you, but high school gym teacher, which doesn't make him unintelligent. I mean, credentials are are not a logical means of of ascribing truth or virtue in any way, shape, or form. Uh, you can be a very intelligent high school gym teacher. I, I, I'm told there have been a few. I'm talking about my own experience here, obviously. Um, I've heard about them in, in passing. If you're one of my high school gym teachers tuned in, yeah, I'm talking about you. You know who you are. But uh, one, one of the other things that is thrown out there, especially by progressives as who seem to have become very comfortable with authoritarian figures, uh, one, one friend of mine who, who pointed out early in this crisis, I'm so happy we have a governor who's both a teacher and, a, and, a, and an army sergeant and i'm just thinking you know one of the things that in our while you don't he may not be a scientist but as an army sergeant he he knows this when one of your privates when the lowest level private in your company fails to i don't know leaves a magazine out in the field 
it's his fault, but the buck floats straight up to you, uh, Master Sergeant. And it does, in fact, float up to the governor in this case. Now, will he be held accountable for it? We shall see. David Strom, can we keep you for one more segment? Because we got some calls on the line. One more. Absolutely. Awesome. Uh, we're talking with David Strom from Essential Minnesota. Uh, EssentialMN.com is the website. Essential Minnesota is the Facebook page. Join twenty, almost 24,000 of your fellow Minnesotans in one of the more, let's just say, spirited discussions uh, going on anywhere, <laughs> having helped uh, moderate it just a tad uh, let me tell you, it's uh, it's 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 a it's a debate. Let's just put it that way. I hope you can join us there and uh, here six five one two eight nine four four eight eight. The number to call. You can also join us on Twitter at hashtag Narn Show N A R N Show. The Northern Alliance Radio Network AM twelve eighty The Patriot. factor pain relief that's natural pain relief that works and pain relief that attacks the source of the pain i come from the doctor's clinic this morning 28 staples out of my knee and i am not taking painkillers why because i don't need to i'm taking relief factor yes it's a triple dose but it doesn't have any negative side effects and i am doing just fine thank you very much that's the experience of tens of thousands of americans who are taking relief factor right now see their incredible video endorsements at relieffactor.com and then order your three-week quick starter pack for just 19.95 that's less than a dollar a day that's truly remarkable to be liberated from your pain for less than a dollar a day find out if it can work for you like it works for me by ordering your three-week quick starter pack today go right now relieffactor.com relieffactor.com this is your opportunity to be the next success story let's welcome jeremy Camp. hope comes home with i still believe you can download it now at watchsalemmedia.com from the creators of i can only imagine comes the uplifting true life story of christian music megastar jeremy camp i'm supposed to be with her i can't explain it i just know that jeremy's hope and faith are put to the test when tragedy strikes you're going to be healed what if i'm not supposed to be healed I Still Believe is an incredible story of musical stardom, the heights of love, the depths of loss, and the healing power of the human spirit. One love can change your life. You chose willingly to walk into the fire with her. That's what love is. Witness the true story of Christian music star Jeremy Camp and his journey of love and loss that looks to prove there is always hope. Starring K.J. Appa, Britt Robertson, Gary Sinise, and Shania Twain. Own I Still Believe on Blu-ray, DVD, and digital now from Lionsgate at WatchSalemMedia.com. That's WatchSalemMedia.com. Whoa, look at all these options. You can fill an entire warehouse with all the different ways you can stream The Patriot. Top shelf choices include AM1280ThePatriot.com, our free app, and Radio.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. The right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. BearingArms.com covers Second Amendment issues, self-defense, the latest gear, and more. That's BearingArms.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, don't forget, you can get all the perks of a rewards card with none of the hassle. On the Freedom Insider uh, Fan Club, go to uh, am1280thepatriot.com, click on Fan Club for member-exclusive access to perks, prizes, savings, giveaways, getaways, and so much more. Just go to am1280thepatriot.com, and there's a whole list of contests you can get in on only if you're a member of the Freedom Insider Fan Club, am1280thepatriot.com. 
We're back with David Strom of Essential Minnesota. Let's go to the phones in Invergrove Heights. Dan, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the uh, phone with the Essential, David Strom. Hi, David. Hi, Mitch. Yeah, I have some questions about testing. So let's say you go to a, let's say you're lucky enough to be able to get a test for COVID-19. So is the test able to differentiate between people who have had COVID-19 who did not get it? And then who may still be flaking the virus versus people who are safe to be around because they have whatever herd immunity is in their system. And also is the, is the test, I guess, I guess people are saying it might have a 15% error rate. So if you take it a second time, does that mean you reduce the error rate to seven and a half percent and a third time you reduce the error rate to three and three quarter percent? I mean, I how does this work? I, I believe I believe the error would drop by eighty five percent each time. So the first time fifteen percent, the second time probably about two point five, roughly. The third time you're down under one percent. Uh, but you know, if you ever played Yahtzee, you know how odds work. David, uh, quest uh, response to uh, Dan in Invergrove Heights. Oh well, really great tests. Uh, there are two kinds of tests out there. Uh, one of which uh, has to do with whether. Uh, you have the virus currently in your system, the medical test, that they call it a molecular test. And it doesn't show positive until two or three days after uh, you get the virus. And it does have that about 85% chance of, of catching it. But that test really is only only good for telling whether this particular person has COVID at this particular moment. It's actually not that great for public policy. It's really for doctors. Uh, and, and, and then you've got the second test, which is, uh, they call it the serology test, and that measures whether you have had it. Uh, and that's very useful because we actually have no clear idea how many people in Minnesota have had COVID. I mean, they give you numbers, but those are just people who've been diagnosed. I mean, there was, there was a study done in a prison and it turned out they never knew they had a COVID outbreak because nobody got really sick, but 90% of the people in that prison actually had had COVID. Uh, And that's the kind of data that's very useful to know because uh, you can work back to, first of all, how many people have had it. Herd immunity is about 70%, 70 to 80% uh, percent of the population gets it. The virus is going to die out. Uh, uh, but it also tells you the actual fatality rate uh, because right now the fatality rate is basically the number of people we've diagnosed divided by the number of people who have, have died. And uh, uh, that's a totally different number because you, you're only testing people who are quite ill. Yeah. Uh, and, and so uh, if someone says, well, you have a 1% chance of, of dying from this, that's not really true. Uh, your chance of dying from it is extraordinarily low, uh, but they're just treating the entire population rather than saying, hey, well, 80% of our deaths are in nursing homes. Maybe we ought to focus our efforts there. Yeah. Uh, so they're, they're anyway. taking a known or semi-known denominator and a completely unknown numerator and extrapolating this fuzzy number across the entire population where we do have a hard numerator, 5.5 million in the state of Minnesota. It's, it's, it's sloppy statistics at the very least. Forget about science, David Strom. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's complete garbage. I mean, that's, that's really what it is. I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, forget the rates for a moment. If you just look at who has, who's passed away due to COVID. And uh, I think you've had one or two people in their 30s who were already extraordinarily ill. Uh, but everything is at the far end, uh, people who are old and frail. And uh, that leads you to totally different policies. Uh, than if you think, you know, people of, of all ages have the same risks. Uh, and right now, our policies are, are set based upon the idea that you and I go out and we're just as likely to die as someone who's old and frail. And that's just, that's beyond stupid. That's irresponsible. 
Absolutely. By the way, this just in on Twitter from the uh, the the the, the uh, handle uh, Progressive Warrior. What is this numerator and denominator talk? Is that religious talk? No, is in fact math. Um, progressives on the audience, uh, ask your parents uh, what numerators and denominators are. <laughs> David Strom, I've got two more questions for you in the time we have remaining. For starters, the governor's press conference seemed to me, as a less than completely casual observer, that it was kind of an about face. I don't think anyone expected the governor to start moving towards reopening the state before mid to late June. Uh, that was the smart money, I think, that everyone was was betting on up until oh, yeah. Wednesday-ish. Something changed. Do you think that the optics of this past, the week before Wednesday, may have had something to do with the, if not about face, at least let's just say ninety degree turn on the governor's part? Oh, I mean, there's there's no question. I think there are a couple things that that really went into his change of heart. One was the candy store. Uh, You know, open up that candy store, people flocked to it. Uh, yes. So, first, first of all, you know, it gave a lie to the idea that even if you opened up, no one would go out. I mean, that's just yes. complete BS. Uh, and it also made zero sense in terms of this explanation. Uh, and then the other thing, actually, and this is my private theory, is when they presented the version three of the model, uh, uh, I think think that it made him kind of nervous. There's been a lot of critiques of that model. The model came out a week late. It's got data that's no more than, uh, I mean, it's all three weeks old. And uh, uh, it just didn't make a lot of sense. And so he actually said something that, that I think a lot of people didn't catch, which was, I'm not determining this policy based on the model. Huh, I That's missed that myself. Deal. Yeah. Well, that and, is... and nobody I, nobody focused on it. Uh, uh, but I think that was an implicit rejection of the model. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, or at the very least, the beginnings of starting to cut it loose and yeah. hedge the uh, yeah. scientific bets, as it were. So, David, in the moments we have remaining in this segment here, by the way, thank you for coming on for three segments. It's been fantastic. Uh, Essential Minnesota, of course, is an, or, is an organization, really a group of volunteers at this point, moving towards a safe reopening and a beginning to salvage the economy of the state of Minnesota in a way that safeguards the health of the vulnerable while getting back to reality. I think that's a fair way of putting it i'll let you correct it if need be yeah thank you what uh what and and we know it's working partly because we can see some response in policy circles to these twenty four thousand people who are kind of howling mad out there we can also see that uh some of the sock puppets of the hard left are starting to uh patrol the area and let's just say, put up some of the flack that you get when you're over the target, if I may cite Mike Huckabee. We're getting a little bit of the usual sort of deranged lunacy that we get from people like that. Uh, So what what are we... um, what what do you see as our way forward here? What's what what way? Describe the vision that Essential Minnesota has as as a way forward for the state of Minnesota. All right. Well, I think there there are two things that we really need to, to focus on. One... Another reason why Walsh uh, is starting to buckle is local officials are fighting back and fighting mad. Uh, yeah. You started seeing resolutions passed around the state, basically saying we're not going to enforce it. And we've got to really ratchet up the heat on local officials because uh, they have to pay attention to their, their local constituents. Uh, yeah. They don't have statewide elections. And they know Bob, who runs the restaurant down the street, and don't want Bob to be hopping mad because he went out of business. Uh, So that's number one, local units of government. We've been focusing on the state, uh, but actually local units of government are probably more easily gotten on our side. And then number two, uh, I really fundamentally believe that we cannot pack up and go home uh, and declare victory uh, when we get Waltz to open up restaurants because he has destroyed, he's dropped bombs on certain areas of our economy 
And we've got a, a push to get some compensation for those people, probably uh, some aid to help them get back in business and huge tax cuts because there's yeah. going to be a, a, a big deficit. They're going to try to raise taxes uh, yeah. on the very people who have been hurt the most. Absolutely. The one other thing we have to do, the one thing that the gun owners uh, movement, the, the right to keep and bear arms movement saw after Hurricane Katrina was a pressing need to put some uh, guardrails on government's ability to uh, government powers during states of emergency. In their case, specifically the, the power to declare gun control and go door to door confiscating firearms. Yeah. And, and by the way, that's one of the powers that the, the governor could not seize during this last emergency. People who care about civil liberties, economic liberty, property rights need to put those same uh, guardrails on the governor for all sorts of other liberties. And that happens starting this November at the polls, where all of those waltz-supporting Democrats who won in districts that went to Donald Trump in 2016 need to be firmly ejected from office. David Strom, I think that's that's the real, uh, that's one other major way forward that people need to see out of this and keep working towards. I could not agree more. I think that, that, uh, and we've got an opportunity to reach out to people who haven't agreed with us in the past because for once they have seen the government is not a helping hand, uh, but uh, you know, more like Darth Vader crushing star systems. Yep. So we've we've got to to reach out to people on the other side of the aisle and invite them over. Let's take one more call in St. Paul. Tor, you're on the air with David Strum. You've got 30 seconds. Make it work. Mitch, thank you. I, I will make it work because, as you personally know, I don't have many opinions. Fair enough. Um, 20 <laughs> seconds. I I've just been thinking, I really liked all of this better when we were going to die because of global warming instead of the Wuhan coronavirus. I'll have to save my question for another time, Mitch. Thank you. Fair enough, Tor. Thanks for calling in, as always. David Strom from Essential Minnesota. The website, once again, EssentialMN.com. The Facebook page, Essential Minnesota. Join the, I think it's fair to call it a conversation. David, my pleasure to have you on the broadcast as always. Thanks for joining us today. Always a pleasure, Mitch. Absolutely. Northern Alliance Radio Network. Let's take a break right now. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. One segment to go, which really means the fun is still just beginning. Don't go anywhere. Be right back. AM 1280 The Patriot. These are tough times for everyone, so dealing with your timeshare may not be your biggest concern. But when this passes, do you still want a lifetime of payments, fees, and commitments for a timeshare you were misled into buying? Hi, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started the timeshare cancellation industry by exposing the ugly truth about timeshares and giving folks the straight facts. I've been fighting the timeshare giants ever since, so no one knows this industry better than me and my team. Today, we have over 200 employees and have saved our clients an average of $65,000 in lifetime payments. Imagine putting those timeshare dollars back in your pocket. Give my office a call today. I guarantee if we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare contract or you'll pay nothing. Call Wesley Financial now for your free information kit. 800-290-7100. That's 800-290-7100. 800-290-7100. Limitless access to intelligent talk. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot with our free app, your smart speaker, or with iHeart, TuneIn, and Radio.com. We live in the Twin Cities, but serve worldwide. It may not be stomach issues. For me, it's intense gas, or pain, or diarrhea, sometimes all at once, over and over. I spent years with the symptoms, but could never figure it out. No matter what I did, they never went away. So I decided to break it down for my doctor and get really specific about my symptoms. We discovered that exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI, may be the reason for my stomach issues. EPI is caused by my pancreas. It leads to diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, unexplained weight loss, and oily stools. The symptoms just don't go away. But EPI can show up with even one symptom. The good news? EPI is manageable. 
But to get to the right diagnosis, you have to break it down for your doctor and get specific about the severity of your symptoms. Visit IdentifyEPI.com to learn more and use the symptom checker to help change the conversation with your doctor. Brought to you by AbbVie. It's long, over a thousand chapters, over 30,000 verses. No wonder so many of us have never read it cover to cover. Want to do it? Want to read the entire Bible? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com includes Bible in a Year, an interactive plan for reading, learning, and understanding the Bible. Deepen your faith and impact your walk with God one day at a time. Bible in a Year, just one of the new interactive Bible study tools at BibleStudyTools.com. With the vast majority of media today leaning hard left, it can be tricky to find news that actually shares, let alone defends, a conservative viewpoint. Hotair.com provides analysis and commentary from conservative writers like Ed Morrissey. Hotair.com. Hey, don't forget, this is AM12A, thepatriot.com. You're listening to me somehow via the Internet, via terrestrial radio, via podcast. You can listen also via the Amazon Smart Speaker. Go, go listen to your favorite to AM12A, the Patriot hosts like, well, me or me or, well, Brad Carlson, of course, uh, and the rest of the crew. Uh, join them all uh, on uh, your Amazon Smart Speaker. Just uh, tune in by saying, enable AM12A, the Patriot Minneapolis or Patriot Radio Minneapolis. Anyway, uh, the, the speaker is smarter than I am, quite frankly. So check it out. Uh, you only have to do this the very first time you tune in after that. Just say play a patriot radio minneapolis to stream in high quality you can also do the same thing with freedom 1570 freedom radio minneapolis that's all there is to it anyway that's amazon smart speaker listening for those of you who like your speaker speakers smart uh so much stuff i didn't even get halfway through my show prep today and i always prep a lot i prep less than i should just because i never get through it today was worse than most i.e better than most Great article by Peggy Noonan in the Wall Street Journal called The Lockdown Class War. Uh, I urge you to read it. Uh, it's, it's full of amazing wisdom by one of our favorite uh, writers. It's, uh, it concludes Michigan Governor Gretchen Whitmer called. I mean, basically, before I go through the quote, basically makes the case that really there's two people in this world when it comes to the lockdown, people whose incomes aren't going away people whose, whose status and place in life isn't going away because they're basically plague-proof, and a whole lot of Americans whose jobs are at mortal risk, including the 20% who have already lost their jobs in the state of Minnesota, and it's going to go up from that for your folks. And the different way in which people approach this, and, and Peggy Noonan puts it so well in saying that for a whole lot of people predicting massive peril if we go back to work uh, with a second epidemic, with a second outbreak, is kind of superfluous because their lives are already ruined. I mean, what are you going to do? Take a, an impossible situation and make it less possible still? I urge you to read it. I'll be posting a link to it at shotinthedark.info on Monday when I go back to regular blogging. Because uh, I take the weekends off, let's be honest. I mean, you got to take some time off, recharge just creative juices. The lockdown class war. It is, as I have been saying on this broadcast for six weeks now, it's a class war. And by the way, that's another thing that has got to be making Governor Waltz nervous. Hillary Clinton lost the 2016 election as much as Donald Trump won it. She did it in part because she managed to play so much identity politics, to, to bet so hard on identity politics that she turned blue-collar white guys, into an identity group that fought and voted together at the polls. This epidemic may well do it again. There's a whole lot of people in this country who have nothing to lose. Literally. Not that metaphorical nothing to lose. Not that me and Bobby, Bobby McGee claptrap. Freedom's not a word for nothing left to lose. No, in fact, nothing left to lose means fighting back against being enslaved by circumstance. We have a whole lot of people in this country who have nothing left to lose and there's nothing hippy-dippy about it whatsoever, with all due respect to Chris Christofferson. 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you be so inclined, and I would be honored if you if you are. Uh, let's see, 651-289, let's see if we can do this here. The uh, By the way, I have to point out there was a story that came out this past week that uh, I think is of some concern uh, to 
to a I will say this 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 kind of cuts on both sides of the political aisle for me. Uh, America needs a democracy of any kind needs a functioning news media, a news media that can trust. And while Minnesota Public Radio is basically a tool of and in some ways a subsidiary of Big Left, the Minnesota chapter, I will say that the Minnesota Public Radio News, as I have said on this broadcast in the past, genuinely, generally tries to put up at least a facade of impartiality. Now, their selection of news does reflect DFL values, progressive values in Minnesota, and their management certainly hews hard left, harder than ever before. And their produced programming, forget about American public media, forget about uh, all their productions. I mean, that's that's far out loop-de-land left. Uh, if you leave out some of their news productions like Carrie Miller, who's basically the Esme Murphy of the radio world, they generally do as a better job than most Twin Cities newsrooms. I know a few of them, and uh, I, th- I think most of them try to do a good job of it. Bob Collins's recent descent into eliminationist rhetoric notwithstanding. Anyway, uh, so... I think it's one of the great injustices of this whole epidemic that NPR and its national production affiliate to American public media are buying out a whole bunch of longtime staffers, including a few acquaintances of mine, as a way of uh, say, say, basically saving their budget. Yeah, it is, it is starting to hit the public sector just a little bit. Uh, 14 staffers, including a few people I know semi-personally, uh, and a few relatively decent reporters are uh, out. They've, ta- they've taken buyout packages because apparently uh, N- NPR's revenue has taken a big shot. The great injustice of this is that while these staffers, most of whom could be fairly described to uh, as being as apolitical as possible in that environment, are out on the street for the most part, Enjoying a buyout, nonetheless, unlike most small business people, but out on the street, Carrie Miller, who again is probably a more psychophantic DFL toady than Esme Murphy, as hard as that is to believe, just keeps on jabbering on and on. It's a great injustice. Uh, best of luck to those of you at Minnesota Public Radio who are uh, out on the beach with your buyouts granted uh hope hope you are among the last and best of luck to you you can leave radio radio never really leaves you as i'm sure many of you are aware anyway thank you all for tuning in today thanks for uh, joining us today god bless you all and god bless america tired of all the garbage that hollywood puts out why not redeem the time you're spending at home with your family and watch something that affirms our american values for a limited time you can purchase no safe spaces starring dennis prager and adam carolla go to nosafespaces.com to stream the number one political documentary of 2019 free speech is under attack now more than ever Politicians on the left are threatening to permanently shut down churches and synagogues. And we can't even open a debate about when we return to work. There is no more important time to watch No Safe Spaces, the movie that the hard left does not want you to see. Go to nosafespaces.com. Use the code SAVE25 to get 25% off your purchase. That's SAVE25. This offer is only available for a limited time. Send the message to Hollywood that you support movies that support your values. Go to nosafespaces.com today. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. 
we deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundmsp.com. SurroundMSP.com, connecting you with new customers. If you could do one thing that changed you forever, would you? How about something exciting and extraordinary, a bucket list item with years of memories packed into 10 days? Make 2020 a year you'll never forget. And join me, Sebastian Gorka, and my friend Mike Lindell on the Stand with Israel tour this December 2nd to 11th journeying through one of the most politically and spiritually significant places in the world, and you'll see over 40 iconic sites straight from history. Register at am1280thepatriot.com. In a lawsuit, a little extra liability protection can go a long way. Call Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. A personal liability umbrella policy from American Family Insurance offers a million dollars or more of coverage over and above the limits of your auto and home policies. And it's affordable. For details, contact Pamela McCarthy, agent at the Pam McCarthy Agency, Inc. Call 651-460-3333. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, SI, and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin, 53783. 